0: And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, along with my Hall of Fame uh, podcast partner, Coach Ted Huber. And boy, I tell you what, we've got it rocking and rolling across the state of Indiana. As 4 3 2, 1 will be going for a sectional championship, as well, 6-5 uh, and five coming up. And we've got a team of all-stars of our own to come and talk to us about that. Regional Radio Sports Network's Paul Condre will be with us. Kyle Nettenriff from the Indianapolis Star. Dave Sockle from the Southern Indiana Sports Network. And, of course, uh, legendary broadcaster Mike Scavara is going to be along with us to talk to us about what's going on down in the southwest corner around Evansville. So we got a great show lined up. We got to tell you about hearts that are being broken and hearts that are rejoicing right now as they head in for a sectional crown. Stay tuned. Coaches, the regular season is over and you are headed into the state tournament. Big Cat Promotions wants to wish you all the best of luck, but as we all know, this is a one and done tournament. Regardless of where your team ends up, you want to celebrate a season of hard work and dedication. Big Cat Promotions has thousands of ways to honor your seniors and their hardworking teammates. Plaques, medallions, full-size footballs, many footballs, you name it, just about anything you can think of, we can turn into an instant, lifelong memory. So call Big Cat Promotions today at 574-551-5916 and let's create a lifetime memory and celebrate your team's success this past season. And welcome everyone once again to another edition of the Indiana High School Football Association's official podcast. And boy, the sectionals kicked off first round, 4A down, and I got Paul Condre with Regional Radio Sports Network with me. Also got Hall of Fame coach Ted Huber with me. And guys, we got some things to talk about here. There are some wild things that happened. Uh, And Paul and Ted, I'm going to turn the mic over to you guys and just kind of listen in.
1: Well, i tell you what, at this stage of the year, you better get off the track because the <laughs> freight train's coming. Make no mistake about that. It was a great night for high school football as we, uh, we kicked off the 51st uh, IHSA tournament series presented by the Colts. And, uh, you know, I'm a kind of a numbers guy, even though my general math is pretty lousy. But from my perspective as a sports guy, a sir and a writer, you think about numbers and you think about some things. But I think about the state tournament, Coach Huber. I think about a couple things. It's a new season. You know, all can be said and done about uh, the goods and bads in uh, state tournaments around the country. But I think we did it right here in Indiana. And I know that you've been a part of the whole process as we've grown this tournament. But, you know, last night was a perfect example as uh, Culver Community got their first win of the season last night. And it's a new opportunity, great opportunity. Casting upsets uh, North White. Look at some of those games. And uh, there were just really interesting things. Sea with a big win in their game last night. And I think that's what makes this tournament special. And I've always believed in my heart that for for our current system, where we have 1A through 4A, to win the 1A through 4A sectional title is the toughest title to win in all of IHSAA sports mm-hmm. because it, it takes three weeks to do it. Right. You've got injuries, you've got weather, you've got grades, uh, you've got fall break. There are so many Different things, Coach. I just like to get your take on what you think on how difficult it is. Uh, and even back in the old days when uh, we were playing uh, only four in three classes to win the sectional is the toughest trophy to win in all of uh, sports in our state.
2: I don't think there's any question about that. I know the first time I heard that was Chris Geisman said it. Okay, way back when Chris Geisman said it's the toughest thing I've. Our our team has ever had to do is get go through the whole process, and it's exactly right. I mean, you you know you you look at all those upsets last night, and uh, there'll be upsets every night. But uh, you look at those upsets, and um, you know who would believe uh, who would believe that North White, who was nine and zero, would get beat by Caston, who is now two and eight. Right or Wawasee is now two and eight, and um, you know they got all this to look forward to, and uh, it's just um, you know I, I just think you're right. We done it right. I think the IHSAA has done it right. I think that the IFCA and all the coaches have done it right, and uh, it's just uh, it's just a heck of a deal uh, every year, no question.
1: I think you can also make the argument, coach, is that the Indiana Football Coaches Association poll got it right, and I'll give you my case in point. Last night, you we think about upsets, we think about the tournament, but last night in Class Four A, Three A, Two A, and One A, there were only one team in those respective four classes that got beat, and obviously one of them was that Shatard uh, Tippy Valley game. And you know Shatard could probably you could throw them in the Five A tournament, and they have a chance to win that one. But I tell you what, our coaches who vote each week on those polls. And I know that's cumbersome and I know that takes a lot of their time and efforts and making sure they're on top of things while they're continuing to coach their football team. But I'm going to give the IFCA pollsters a lot of credit because they've got it right. Because when you think about it, that is that's 40 teams. So 36 of their 30, yeah, 35 of those teams are still remaining. So kudos to the IFCA guys who vote on those polls.
2: Yep. I agree. No question. My
1: guys. Yep. I tell you, another interesting coach, why we're I know I want to talk about Reed May. I know we'll Dave, we'll get back to uh, some of the stuff up in the north, but no problem. a couple of things to, to to think about here today, coach. There have only been twelve coaches to get to that that unbelievably difficult three hundred win plateau. Last night, Reed May down at Brownstown Central, was able to secure that three hundredth win. So congratulations goes out to him. Never had a losing season all at one school. I think that uh, it says amazing things about what he's been able to do. But I got a trivia question for Coach Hubert today. Coach, we've been doing the Indiana Football Digest for 31 years, and there are only three schools or three coaches that remain at the exact same school they were when we started our book 31 years ago. Who are the three coaches that are still at those schools that when we started our book uh, 31 years ago? Well, first of all, you could say Bud Wright because he was born about eighty years ago. (laughs) Exactly.
2: You know, and uh I think that's without question. You know, and I think you just jogged my memory. I think uh two guys that jumped out at me when I started thinking about this was Odd Hurley, uh at Sasina and uh Reed May at Brownstown Central. So uh am I close? You're I don't know. Two,
1: two out of three ain't bad. If you recall, okay. I took a little bit of a hiatus and went and coached mm-hmm. some college football mm-hmm. you know, right. coming back to Sestina. But the other one is uh, Jeff Adamson oh, over yeah. in Eastbrook. Yeah. So those are the three coaches that still are in the same hot seat as they were when we started our book uh, 31 years ago. So a little trivia right. for this uh, this uh, this time around. Guys, I want to you know jump back up into Northwest Indiana. Dave, and I know you'll appreciate this because you know, as a sportscaster and a, and a coach who deals with stats, but growing up in Northwest Indiana, here's an interesting thing. Uh, last night, Hobart and Lowell both uh, lost in the first mm-hmm. round of the tournament in Class 4A. Mm-hmm. Well, that was only the third time that both of those teams lost in the opening round in the last 40 years. Oh, wow. If you want to throw in the Hoosier Crossroads Conference member, Andren into the uh-huh. conversation, it was the first time ever that all three of those teams (laughs) lost the playoff opener on the same night. Now think about that. That goes back to 1975. Mm -hmm. And so, and here's the, here's the even the the bigger number that's going to make your head explode between those three schools. Check this one out. 59 sectionals, 36 regionals, 22 semi-state and eight state titles. All three of those historic programs, going out in the first round of this year's tournament. That is something That uh, is incredible. Say, the numbers do not lie, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, Laville, I am so happy for Laville cuz I've got some a connect- uh, Will Shepherd, a coach with him for years. He's a well, one of their graduates and man, I'm telling you what, he texts me immediately uh after the score and I was watching the scores anyway. And what a great win for that little school over a p- true powerhouse in Indiana high school football and uh, I'm just no really question happy about for it. him.
1: And I couldn't agree with you more. One of the biggest wins, Jeff Cage has done a nice job there. And I think, mm-hmm. guys, when you look at the big picture, you know, and, and we got to give a lot of credit to Will Hostrauser, who oh, kind of yeah. just put the foundation, he, he built the foundation for Jeff, and Jeff came in and uh, took it over. He was part of that staff that Will put together. And they have, uh, the last two years, they have had tremendous football teams. Yeah, but absolutely. Andrew, of course, a two-time state uh, mm-hmm. finalist and a mm-hmm. state champion. Uh, and for them Great. to be able to take care of the business, uh, yeah. amazing. Great head uh, coach
0: at Indran, too. I really, I've interviewed.
1: Yeah.
0: coach. There's, there's
1: no no doubt no doubt about it. But some other games to to make note of as you look at the uh, last night. Uh, I think uh, I mentioned that uh, that Culver win uh, last night, getting the first win. But I thought an, another game that jumped off the page of me because we always we're always talking about strength of schedule. You know, right. so and so schedule doesn't match up. And the mm-hmm. case in point, that Wawasee mm-hmm. played and got beat up, got the snot kicked out of them all season long in that brutal Northern Lakes. Mm-hmm. But they go to take on South and Riley. So you can make the argument that, that uh, Northern Indiana Conference uh, may not be as tough as they think they are, but mm-hmm. I think also the same thing. I thought for sure Mishawaka Marion was going to take care of the business at hand when they took out of West Noble. Oh, but yeah. Drew Reitz made me a believer last night. He mm-hmm. rushed for 101 yards. And, through for 262 and had three touchdowns, and that's a great win for Monty's kids oh, yeah. at West Noble. I thought that was one of the most significant uh, mm-hmm. games that we saw in uh, in the middle of the northern part of the state. But right. I think it was a it was a fun night to get the party started, and I think we're going to expect some big things. And we have some marquee matchups coming the next time around. Yeah, uh, when we uh, we talk next week.
0: Well, I was uh, another one I want to mention is West Central come up with a win. And they've done a terrific job there the last couple of years, and that that little school's out in the middle of a cornfield there, and they are playing great football. So
1: yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. If you look what Mark's done, uh, you know, they're long, they, you know, you look at their two losses to, uh, you know, a, a charged-up Winnemac team, and I think in the late portions of September. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think uh, you look at the the matchups coming up. They're going to be matched up against a Tri-Central team in the next mm-hmm. round. That's, a, that's certainly a winnable game there, but. Yeah. You know that they, they could be, uh, potentially going into the championship game of sectional 43. That yeah. could be a, that could be a heck of a feat for that group because that group is not, historically speaking, is not had a lot of success. They've right. only won three sectionals in the school's history.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just thrilled for those schools. Always thrilled rooting like we all do for the underdog in a lot of cases. And I tell you what, uh, uh, we're seeing some good, and it's so good for the sport. It's so good for the sport when this happens. I mean. You know, you roll the dice when you come into this tournament and, uh, man, there's some high rollers out there, <laughs> I gotta tell you. <laughs> so, so anyway,
1: no question, no yeah. question about it. But you know, as we, as we say at this time of the year, and I know you'll appreciate this Dave. you know, for some of those groups of kids, those kids are going to be putting away their uniforms sure. for the final time though. That's just the toughest, this is oh, the yeah. toughest time for the co- head coaches because yeah. You know they're in a situation where they're going to have to look into that young man's eyes when he turns in those pads and those yeah. helmets mm-hmm. and he's going to think back on all the times that they've had together. And it's going to be a special, it's a difficult moment. I remember uh, coach Tom Kerr telling me this uh, the legendary defensive coordinator Hobert. Mm-hmm. The toughest day for him as a coach was the day the kids had to turn their uniforms oh, sure. in because especially the seniors. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. their, their lives uh, have been dedicated to the success of their mm-hmm. team as well as their teammates and their communities, And when they have to turn in those uniforms, and for a lot oh. of these kids, they're never going to play this amazing right. team sport the rest mm-hmm. of their lives. But yeah. let's hope that the lessons that our great coaches have taught them over the course of their high school careers will catapult them to do great things once they get out into the real world. And Coach Huber, you know this as well as I do. How many cards and letters have you gotten from former players that have said, Hey, if it wasn't for what you did for me in high school, I know I wrote the letters to my coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've transformed my lives because what they've done. And I think we're going to, we're just seeing the beginning of something great for the seniors who are leaving, who turned in their uniforms. Mm-hmm. And as they say down on the farm, well, the hay is in the barn. Right. And for a lot of these kids, it's going to be an opportunity to, uh, uh, always cherish these moments.
3: Yeah. yeah I co- I coached what
2: 45, 50 years, whatever. Um, and I, I just can't tell you how many, you know, how many kids I, I, I've seen and how many kids I've talked to and how many families I've talked to. And it's just, um, you know, it just, that's why this pr- profession, I always say beats working. Yeah. Okay. Because it's, <laughs> uh, it just, uh, it just does because, uh, you know, you get a chance to, uh, to be with those kids, and, um, you know, it's just, it's, that's, the, that's the whole idea.
4: Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: Well, i tell you what, yep. you guys, you're going to have to, I'm going to have to get off there because I, like you, Paul, like all of us, we've been in those locker rooms, and it is an emotional thing. There is just no nothing like it. Um, I mean, when you have to say goodbye, especially to that senior class, knowing that they've given you everything that they've got, and, uh, you know, it's just a very moving and, uh, emotional thing that, uh, just adds to the, everything that's colorful and neat about Indiana high school football. So we really appreciate that. Paul, I,
2: I was thinking on Thursday afternoon that there are half of the teams in 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A mm-hmm. are at their last practice. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And, uh, as I sat there looking out at the rain I thought, Oh, thank you know <laughs> been there done that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just yeah. uh but uh you're absolutely right. That's why that's why we do it. That's yeah. why I did it. Yeah. So I uh, appreciate everybody's everybody's efforts and uh, you know, we'll go on. Now yeah. I will make one point here, Dave, of what you said. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you say we always root for the underdog. Well uh, except when
0: we're playing them. Yeah. That day, like. <laughs> That's right, coach. You're right. <laughs> no question about that. So, but, uh, okay. you know, uh, you got me on that one. You're right. But, uh, <laughs> I tell you what, Paul, we could do a whole show about saying goodbye. I mean, yeah, we could, uh, I mean, well, I got-
1: 120, there are 121, uh, coaches. They're going to have those meetings on Monday. Right. But you know, the, the reality of it is it's, a great time of the year to be a part of this great game. But the big boys will get in action. Uh, big yep. schools will be in action They're coming up on Friday. And, yep. of course, uh, there's some great matchups, oh, yeah. I think, when you look across this. I was just going through some notes. As I'm going to be uh, visiting with uh, Bob Lovell a little bit later tonight mm-hmm. on Indiana Sports Talk, and mm-hmm. we'll be talking about some of those great matchups. But 120 coaches are going to get an email from me on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Hey, we're in the, uh, we're in the position to start working on next year's books. So, Coach, oh, the, yeah yeah. Send, send me your pictures so we can get to work.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, well, hey, Paul, thanks a lot. I mean, it's just we can't do this without uh, you and uh, giving us this uh, just plethora of information that you've got and the connections you have uh, across the state, talking to every coach in the state and putting together the book uh, as well as broadcasting on the Regional Radio Sports Network. It's just uh, you are indeed uh, a part of this and a Hall of Famer. So we appreciate uh everything you do. And, uh, we really appreciate the time you spend with us.
1: Well, thanks for the opportunity coach. You were great, uh, to visit with you today and share yep. some amazing insights.
2: You bet. I'm on my way to Muncie today. I'm going to watch the Cardinals play the Chippewas Ooh. homecoming. Oh, Enjoy go. the day and coach. Yep. That's we will. Right.
0: Coaches the regular season is over and you are headed into the state tournament. Big Cat Promotions wants to wish you all the best of luck, but as we all know, this is a one-and-done tournament. Regardless of where your team ends up, you want to celebrate a season of hard work and dedication. Big Cat Promotions has thousands of ways to honor your seniors and their hardworking teammates. Plaques, medallions, full-size footballs, many footballs, you name it, just about anything you can think of, we can turn into an instant, lifelong memory. So call Big Cab Promotions today at 574-551-5916. And let's create a lifetime memory and celebrate your team's success this past season. And welcome back, everyone, once again to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. Yeah, now the eyes and ears of Southern Indiana as far as it goes to high school football and a number of other things here. Dave Sockle and uh, Dave, uh, it was a wild uh, night last night across the uh, state in high school football as we opened, opened up first round of sexual from class four down. So tell us about what happened down in the south end of the state.
5: Well, I tell you, there really wasn't a lot of uh, surprises, a few mild ones, but uh, nothing earth-shattering. Uh, but uh, anyway, we'll start off in 4A. It was uh, number one, East Central. They beat Shelbyville 62-7. to The game that uh, we had on Indiana Sports Productions on the IHSAA-TV network last night, it was uh, number two, Rights avenging last year's upset to Boonville as uh, Wrights won 24-0. Uh, it was number three, New Palace. Over Newcastle, sixty-three to nothing. Mm-hmm. Number four, Greenfield, over number twelve, Piddleton Heights, twenty-seven seventeen. And number thirteen, Martinsville, took care of Silvertree, twenty-eight to fourteen. And of course, uh, number sixteen, Memorial. I'm sure uh, Mike will have uh, plenty on that. They beat Central, thirty-eight to eight. Right now, uh, over in three A, it was number three, Gibson Southern, over Mount Vernon Posey, forty to seven. Number five, Heritage Hills, over Charlestown. 51-14. number eight Try West over number thirteen Danville, forty-two to seven. It was number uh, nine Lawrenceburg. They beat Centerville forty to six. Number ten Batesville. They beat Rushville thirty-five to six. And uh, number nine and number ten Lawrenceburg and Batesville will meet up uh, in the semifinal round of the sectional for the second time. As you uh, remember, Batesville nipped Lawrenceburg in the regular season, right. and uh, it will be uh, number fifteen. Vincent Lincoln and Vincent's Lincoln they will be uh, advancing they had no problem with Owen Valley that was 54 to nothing wow. in uh, 2a it was number one Linton with uh, a Good win over uh, a decent North Knox team, forty-eight to fourteen. Number two, Triton Central, they beat Clarksville, forty-one to six. And number three, Brownstown over Cecena fifty-six to twenty-seven, which uh, sets up a matchup between Triton Central and Brownstown. Brownstown heading to Triton Central for that semifinal round. Number three meets number two. Number nine, North Posey over Perry Central, fifty-five to eight, and uh, Modern Day they hung on. On, the defending state champ at 2A. They beat Tell City 30 to 27. Wow. So uh, that will be North Posey at Modern Day in the semifinals. North Posey has never beaten Modern Day in oh, sectional wow. play. And uh, so it's going to be number nine against number 12. So it should be an interesting matchup sure. for next week. Number 14, Paoli. They had no trouble with Crawford County, 48 to 14. And here's an upset it was Cascade, but this is a mild one. Cascade's got a nice ball team. They beat number 14 south vermilion 41 to 20 wow. uh maybe the score by three touchdowns uh is uh probably uh more of a standout than the fact that cascade won that game right. in uh, 1a it was number four providence over easter green 49 22 number six south putnam they beat north central farmersburg 52 to nothing and uh that will match them up uh, with Indianapolis Lutheran, the number one team in the mm. state next week. So uh, it's uh, Indy Lutheran at number six, South Putnam. So uh, that's one of those games to circle. Number that's eight, amazing. Springs Valley. Uh, that almost got upset, but hung on to beat uh, South Spencer, 36-33. It was uh, number 12, Milan, over Cambridge City, 46 to nothing, And number 15, North Decatur, over their rival, South Decatur. That final, 41 to Now, there's another good matchup in 1A. It'll be 7-3 try. They will be at Milan. That uh, will be next week in 1A. Uh, Around the uh, southern part of the state, elsewhere, Pike Central over Princeton, 25-20. North Davies over Tecumseh, 42-14. Jasper past Bossy 41-24 bedford Dorf lawrence over Harrison, 27-6. Uh, That's Evansville-Harrison. It was Riverside Park over Cloverdale, 39-14. Switzerland County advanced with a win over Brown County, yeah. 28-21. Southmont over uh, Sullivan. Uh, good ball game there, 32-21. And maybe the game of the night, it was the 8-2 uh, Greencastle Tigers over North Putnam. That final was 30 to 29 uh so a good ball game there and uh greencastle uh they get to take on for that win they get to take on number uh 1-2A. That is Linton. At Linton, it'll be Greencastle, but they're 8-2. They take on the 9-1 Linton Miners, and that'll be another good matchup next week uh, as we get to the uh, semifinal round. Salem advanced. They beat Madison 20-8. Indian Creek, no problem with Greensburg, 49-7. Franklin County over South Dearborn, 25-7. Monrovia over Purdue Poly, 56-8. Forest Park over Mitchell, 57-7. Here's an upset Set. Scottsburg over North Harrison that final 13 to nothing uh-huh. it was uh, Washington over West Vigo 46 to 7 Southridge, no problem with courted 49 to 12 Greenwood over Connorsville 49 to 20 Mount Vernon of Fortville over Richmond 56-21 Mooresville over Indianapolis Washington 56 to nothing here's a wild one it was burbuff over Northview that final was 55 to 50 so wow. uh, 105 <laughs> points uh, the team with the Bulls last, I'm sure, won that football game. Right. And finally, it was Jennings County over Edgewood, 46-21. to Now, some of the other games to uh, watch for in semifinal round of the sectional. Number four, Greenfield will be at uh, number three, Plainfield. Uh, that will take place in 4A. Uh, again, number one, East Central, they will be at number 13, Martinsville. And uh, here's going to be a good ball game. Number 16, Memorial, they will be at Jasper. So, mm-hmm. uh, some good games there in 4A. Right. Over in 3A, I've already mentioned the uh, big battle. That will be Lawrenceburg, number 9, against number 10, Batesville, and it's at Batesville. Mm-hmm. Uh, another big game, Heritage Hills. They will be at Southridge. Uh, mm-hmm. Heritage Hills won the regular season, but uh, those are two good football teams, so anything can happen when we get to uh, this stage of the season. Uh, right. Already mentioned the uh, Greencastle uh, at number one, Linton. That'll be a good one, and then I also mentioned uh, number three, Brownstown at Triton Central, and number nine, North Posey. At modern day. So uh, some good games coming up here down in the south for our second week and of course uh, our second week will add in the uh, 6A and the 5A Mm -hmm. so uh, should be uh, some great football and uh, we will have on Indiana um, on southern Indiana sports productions of the IHSAA TV network we will have uh, in 5A sectional 16 it will be the Evansville North Huskies and they will be at Floyd Central which uh, is right in my backyard, so at least I don't have to travel very far. So, uh, (laughs) uh, They will take on each other. That will be a real good game. North six and three out of the Southern Indiana Conference, and of course Floyd Central, they won the Hoosier Hills Conference. They uh, finished the season at eight and one. So uh, expecting a good football game. And if you want to see some good football game, just uh, turn into Southern Indiana Sports Productions and uh, you'll catch that one next week. So uh, we're looking forward to it, Dave. Uh, can't wait. Uh, it was good to get back on the air last night uh, and uh, uh, do a football football game and, uh, just enjoyed it, uh, very much and, uh, looking forward to week number two.
0: Oh yeah. It's just going to get more and more exciting. It does. It gets um,
5: exciting yeah. as it goes on.
0: Yeah. You had some big scores down there in Northern part of the state there. We had some, uh, some major upsets with some yeah, I saw you,
5: saw I, I looked at that. I saw right. some major upsets up there in the North and I was like, well, you know, we had a, a few, what I would consider minor upsets, right. but, uh, pretty much everything played the script. Right. Um, I guess you could say, you know, tell city if, uh, they could have pulled that one out against modern day, that would have been a pretty good upset. And if South Spencer, uh, would have knocked off Springs Valley, uh, that would have been a big upset. But, uh, again, uh, those two teams, modern day and Springs Valley, they prevailed and avoided the upset. And uh, they move on, and like uh, uh, many of the uh, the other ranked teams throughout the South, but uh, not too much right. of a surprise as far as ranked teams were concerned last night.
0: Absolutely. Well, i tell you what, Dave, we appreciate it, as always, uh, giving us the updates and uh, what's going on down there in the South end of the state. Uh, again, as we move through this tournament, the uh, cream kind of rises to the top, although Absolutely. certainly uh, the – you don't want to slam the door on some of these uh, teams that had like just average records can all of a sudden rise up and uh, slap the the big guys. So uh, that's what makes it fun to watch and makes it uh, just uh, the greatest sport, high school team sport that we play in my, uh, in my evaluation. So we appreciate what you do no for problem. us. No problem. And uh, we'll be talking to you next week, Hi, everybody. Dave Sockle the Southern Indiana sports production people. Uh, thanks a lot, Dave. And you have yourself a wonderful day. And, uh, uh, you're heading off to watch some uh, semi-state soccer. Is that where we're? Yeah, at? Yeah,
5: we are. Uh, we are broadcasting for the IHSAA network uh-huh. the uh, semifinals at Evansville North. We're in Evansville now. We're getting ready to uh, head to uh, the uh, Evansville North facility as yeah. uh, we have uh, one and two A boys and then we have two A girls. Yeah. And uh, you've got uh, Evansville Memorial uh, in both uh, the two A boys and girls and. Uh, there should be some good matches Evansville Memorial and the girls takes on, uh, Garen Catholic oh, yeah. and in the, uh, boys, uh, Bert buff. Okay. Is going for, uh, Three straight uh, state titles. Uh, uh-huh. This is another step toward that. Yeah. Uh, as as well, the girls from Evansville Memorial—they're two-time defending state champs—and then we've got a rematch from last year in one A. That is Forest Park, and they're going to be taking on Greenwood Christian. So, a uh, big day of soccer. It's a beautiful day in Evansville, and uh, we're looking forward to it.
0: Well, Dave, you have a great broadcast, and again, thanks for all that you do uh, for us and. Helping us out, being the eyes and ears in Southern Indiana football. So, have a great My day. My pleasure.
5: Appreciate all right, it. thank you. You, thank you too.
0: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye bye. Coaches, the regular season is over, and you are headed into the state tournament. Big Cat Promotions wants to wish you all the best of luck. But as we all know, this is a one and done tournament. Regardless of where your team ends up, you want to celebrate a season of hard work and dedication. Big Cat Promotions has thousands of ways to honor your seniors and their hardworking teammates. Plaques, medallions, full-size footballs, many footballs, you name it, just about anything you can think of, we can turn into an instant, lifelong memory. So call Big Cat Promotions today at 574-551-5916 and let's create a lifetime memory and celebrate your team's success this past season. And Welcome back, everyone, to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's uh, official podcast. And I'm talking now to uh, Kyle Nettenrip, who is the from the Indianapolis Star, uh, coach, or excuse me, reporting on prep sports. And Kyle, we've kicked off the second season, and uh, I know all the big guys down there had a week off, but there's some of the other guys around the outer area and metro area that did play, and I know there's some exciting balls. So tell us all about it.
6: Yeah, so last, uh, you know, I know we talked last week, you're right, 5A and 6A, of course, are off this week. But, uh, yeah, some really good games last night. And, you know, you probably have to start in 4A with uh, sectional 21 per buff, uh, 55-50 over Northview. Wow. In, uh, about, as, about as wild of a, of a game as you could possibly have. Maverick Geske had seven touchdown passes in that game. Wow. And uh, Northview really runs the ball uh, and did it extremely well last night. They okay. had their quarterback ran for three hundred two, and is. their running back ran for two seventy seven, and oh still my. and still didn't win. Yeah, so, no kidding. Uh,
0: did you happen to be yeah. at that game?
6: <laughs> no, I was actually. I'm kind of de- kind of get, getting a week off okay. here, but was following along on a lot of these games last night. Yeah, and, uh, you know that that was one of the the more right. crazy ones.
0: Remarkable but, score, yeah.
6: Uh, Greenfield Central was uh, it, one of the big games around here was 27-17 over uh, Pendleton Heights. So, you know, that sets up a big one next week. Greenfield playing uh, a new pal in, in a rematch. And uh, Pendleton Heights had a really good season and uh, you know gave Greenfield all could handle. Actually, that, that was 13-10 at halftime. Then Greenfield got a couple touchdowns in the third quarter and uh, goes on to win 27-17. So that, that Greenfield team, very good team. Uh, of course, new pal, we know all about what oh, they've yeah. done over the years. Yeah. Um, and that'll be, that'll be a great matchup next week sure. in that sectional. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, those were a couple of the bigger ones. Uh, Martinsville beat Silver Creek. Martinsville's had a really good year in 4A. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the bigger games down here was, uh, Chittard. Um, they're, uh, yeah. ranked number one, of course, in 3A mm-hmm. and playing Tippecanoe Valley, which is, uh, undefeated, right. uh, going into that game. And so- then Chittard, you know, they get out. 21, nothing at halftime, uh, typically Th- it over three times and right. all three went for touchdowns for start. Mm-hmm. So they end up winning 40 to seven mm-hmm. and, uh, that probably shows the overall strength of that, uh, oh, the yeah. team right there. But yeah. they have another, you know, that's another one where they'll have Garen Catholic next week and Garen's right. uh, a team that took them to overtime earlier this season. Mm. So... You know, Garen beat, uh, Peru last night, 27 to, uh, 19 and, yeah. and uh, Peru, another team that was good undefeated in that team event, yeah. yeah. See,
0: Tippi yeah. Valley yeah. is, uh, Tippi Valley is the next corporation South of us. And, uh, those guys work hard and they play really good football. I know all those coaches and the coaching staff down there. I'm sorry that they lost, but, uh, it really is strength of schedule thing. I think that has a lot to do with, uh, that particular game and, uh, Anytime you get that kind of matchup, uh, if your schedule's weaker and you go in there with a big record, the guys that got the tough schedules, um, you know, usually rise at the top. And it sounds like, to me, that's what happened.
6: Yeah, and, and I would say, too, yeah, it normally starts not, you know, they're no, normally not undefeated because right. they play such a tough schedule. So that kind of shows you, sure. you know, they're even better than they normally are because, uh, you know, they beat Cathedral, they beat uh, the, all the teams on their schedule, obviously. So. Sure. It's uh, just a really good team. I mean, they, they, uh, I'd be surprised if they don't win 3A, but also I think Garren could also give them a really tough game next week. Oh, so yeah. that, that may be the one team that has a chance to, to knock them off. Right. So we'll see about that. And, and maybe Hamilton Heights, which, uh, sure. You know, they're on the opposite side of that bracket. And, uh, you know, they won 42 17 last night over Oak Hill. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and actually trouble at halftime. So they really turned it on in the second half to win that game. So okay. uh, another big one here was in three, a was uh, TriWest West and Danville. I know we, uh, it was a little bit closer game than that most of the way, but, uh, West scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter and, and poured it on. So TriWest West wins, uh, that rivalry game. And, uh, you know, track is going to be, there'll be a handful too, I think, uh, moving forward in three,
0: a uh, coach Huber just joined us in on this call coach. So any uh, questions you might have about what went on in the middle of the state, just to jump right in, uh, uh we just started.
2: Okay. Labeling, well, I'll so. listen. I'll listen where you're at right now. Okay. And go from there.
0: All right. All
4: right. Very yeah. good. Yeah.
6: We were kind of running through three, four A and three A, some of the big ones, and then another, uh, you know, interesting one in two A around here was Eastern Hancock uh, beat uh, Lapel forty five forty three, and that was one of those weird rematch games from the last week of the regular season that right. Lapel won. Uh-huh. Um, so then Eastern Hancock gets them last night, and and uh, you know, in a really wild game, I think there was nine lead changes in that game.
4: Oh,
6: so wow. <laughs> that's about as crazy as it gets. And that lapel team, you know, they had one section last year. So Eastern Hancock may have a chance to do it this year. So sure. uh good win. Those are two young teams that uh, will be, I think, both really good here the next two years as well. Yeah. Um, I wrote about uh, Ot Hurley from Cicina this uh-huh. week and, and kind of his career at Cicina. And yeah, they that. end up losing last night to uh, Brownstown Central, which is mm-hmm. they're also a really good team at 2A. So right. Uh, they're uh, the Crusader season ends uh, with the fifty-six to twenty-seven loss. They're very young. Cena is. They'll be, I think, uh, better here the next uh, couple of years as some of those guys get, you know, a little bit uh, more mature. Uh, so, that's about it. And then uh, Park Tudor won forty-two to six over Fountain Central. It was another one I had written down. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, and Lebanon Attics game was really exciting. Uh, right. Thirty-five, thirty-two, uh, Lebanon beats Attics, and that Attics team really has improved a great deal. they were eight and one, so cool to see the IPS. You know, the two IPS yeah. teams, Attics and Shortridge, both that. Right. And I know Shortridge lost to Roncalli last night, but they're yeah. they're much improved yeah. uh, from Everybody where they've been. Everybody loses to
0: Roncalli, but uh, yeah, I'm glad to see yeah. that too. I noticed that and keep track of those, the inner city schools there, and it is good to see them rise up like that. So. And it's yeah. good, good for high school football, no question about it. Well, uh, Kyle, thanks so much for your time. I know it's precious to you, and uh, you're a busy guy, and we always appreciate your comments and insights on uh, the games that are taking place uh, here in, uh, and across the state, and especially in the middle part of the state, where uh, such a great deal of really good football, and we're going to start seeing the boys in the 6 and 5A uh, perform this coming week, and there's going to be some exciting matchups uh, there including Ben Davis has got a, a tiger by the tail with Brownsburg. Isn't that who they're matched with?
6: Absolutely. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna have a lot to talk about next week. I know yeah. it's yeah, gonna be sure. a, there's gonna be a lot of this will be probably the biggest week of games as far as like great matchups go, I would say. And and maybe yeah. the next week too in the championships. But yeah, next week's loaded with, with good ones.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well Kyle, thanks for your time. You have a, a good weekend and a good week and uh we'll chat with you uh I'll uh, just uh, text me and let me know what time would be a good time for me to uh, uh, interrupt or Dan talk to you for a little bit.
6: Absolutely, thanks for having me on, and uh, yeah, but look forward to talking to you guys next next Saturday.
0: You bet. Thanks again. Bye bye.
6: You bet. We'll be Bye-bye. back
0: with more right after this. Coaches, the regular season is over, and you are headed into the state tournament. Big Cat Promotions wants to wish you all the best of luck, but as we all know, this is a one-and-done tournament. Regardless of where your team ends up, you want to celebrate a season of hard work and dedication. Big Cat Promotions has thousands of ways to honor your seniors and their hard-working teammates. Plaques, medallions, full-size footballs, many footballs, you name it, just about anything you can think of, we can turn into an instant, lifelong memory. So call Big Cap Promotions today at 574-551-5916, and let's create a lifetime memory and celebrate your team's success this past season. And welcome back, everyone, to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, along with my co-host, Hall of Fame coach, Ted Huber, and we have Mike Scavara with us, our eyes and ears around the Evansville area in the southwest uh, part of the state. And, uh, uh, Mike, you uh, had lots of action from, of course, this past weekend as you uh, ended up the season and then you moved right on into the first round of the sectional. So I'm just going to turn things over to you.
3: All right. Well, you know, they always call it the second season. And this year for the Indiana High School Athletic Association, they're 51st uh, annual state tournament, uh, 311 schools started out last Friday, guys. And uh, uh, of that, uh, we've only got 191 left uh, coming into Friday's action. And and after that, you know, we're crowned uh, uh, 48 sectional champions. So there'll be 96 teams uh, uh, just left uh, after this Friday. But uh, mm-hmm. again, six sectionals uh, in southwest Indiana in five classes. No 6A schools around here. And first, as you guys know, the 5A schools uh, all had buys this week. So mm-hmm. we'll kind of take a look at sectional 24 uh, in 4A first, uh, an 18th sectional. And and in that one, uh, uh, Bedford North Lawrence, Derek Baker's ball club uh, eliminated. Evansville Harrison 27-6. to 6. And uh, they're going to take on uh, a winner of that. Uh, uh, Evansville Wright's uh, defeated Boonville by a 24 to nothing score, because Evansville Wrights ranked number two uh, in 4A all, all season long for the most part, and uh, they avenged a, a, a game last year's tournament uh, that the Booneville came away with a 28-27 victory to eliminate uh, rights who was undefeated going in. So I'm sure Coach uh, Porter Brunson and his ball club looked at this game as a special one, and indeed. Uh, they led 24 at halftime, right. so they kind of took uh, the, uh, the pedal off the middle as far as the gas. They got two rushing touchdowns from uh, Roland Vera uh, and a touchdown from Troy Davis. They're fine running backs and a field goal by uh, Keith Sanderson, uh, for to account, and along with Sanderson, three extra points for all those points. But, you know, their defense has shined all year. They're one of the leading uh, uh, defense is giving up points-wise not only in Florida but the state of Indiana, mm-hmm. and Boonville was only to, able to garner 117 yards of total offense. Uh, so, uh, you know, Darren Ward's ball club, uh, you know, finishes their season as uh, the uh, defense for rights. They had 10 tackles for losses, including seven quarterback sacks, wow. and Levi Oxley, their defensive uh, end, had 10 tackles, and he had five of those uh, seven quarterback sacks. Uh, linebacker Aiden Wells uh, had a dozen tackles, and Alex Sitzman uh, he had eight tackles as well, and he had two of their three interceptions. So it was a it was a defensive ball game uh, uh, for Wrights as uh, they advanced. In uh, the other side of the bracket, Evansville Memorial uh, came away with a thirty-eight-eight uh, win over uh, Evansville Central, as their uh, uh, their fine receiver Luke Elsperman, who is now taken over at quarterback. Due to Matthew Fisher's injury midway through the season, uh, all he did, uh, guys, was go 12 of 15, passing for 124 yards. He threw for three touchdowns. Simon Schultz uh, had two of those. Uh, and he also ran for 91 yards, including a 41-yard touchdown uh, run as uh, uh, they were able to uh, advance. And uh, Jasper, uh, uh, Memorial take on Jasper this Friday. They came away with an exciting 41-24 uh, victory over Evansville Bossy. You know we talked about Evansville Bossy's uh, Stephen Mullins' uh, ball club in an exciting Elijah Wagner. Uh, we'll talk about him in a little bit, but uh, again, Tony Lewis's ball club, uh, a fine running game. Uh, you know they, you know, in fact, they ran ran up over 300 yards offense, 247 rushing. And uh, Carter Holsworth uh, is their fullback. You know they won that flex uh, offense. Uh, he scored uh, three touchdowns, rushed for over 100 yards, and he's rushed for over 1,400 yards uh, this year uh, uh, for the Jasper Wildcats. They also got a touchdown from Landon Flack and their Max Detail. Uh, he rushed for a touchdown, and he threw for a touchdown, the quarterback as well. But Elijah Wagner, you know, for Bossy guys, they ran up almost 400 yards of offense, and all Elijah Wagner did, rushing 14 times for 163 yards and had an 80-yard touchdown run of one of his two touchdowns. That he scored and at quarterback, and you know, he plays at wildcat quarterback, fifteen of twenty-five for 173 yards. And uh, they opened the game with an 85-yard touchdown pass uh, to Buzan uh, to Tomlinson. Wow. And in fact, at one time it was a uh, 12-12. A uh, South defense by uh, uh Jeff, the Wildcats. You know, they came away with three interceptions, uh, and they were able to uh, shut down uh, the, the offense for Bossy as uh, both Fosse and Harrison and central, uh, they, uh, in the uh, Southern Indiana athletic conference, uh, they were the three teams that, uh, uh were eliminated. So mm-hmm. we'll jump in the class three, a, there's a couple of sectionals, uh, that uh, have mainly sectional, uh, 30, uh, is the sectional, uh, that, uh is mainly the teams in Southwest Indiana and, uh, Pike Central defeated uh, Princeton in the only close game. JJ Howard, he's his first year over at uh, Pike Central. They won twenty-five to twenty, and uh, this is uh, just their second game of the year, and it was an exciting game. In fact, late in the in uh, in the ball game, uh, Pike Central uh, uh, on the one yard line uh, did a goal line stand and kept uh, uh, Eric Schnur's ball club out of the end zone. So uh, Pike Central uh, will advance uh, in uh, that sectional thirty. As uh, they're going to take on Vincent Lincoln, who had uh, no trouble in uh, defeating uh, uh, Owen Valley by a 54 to nothing score. In the mm-hmm. bottom half of the bracket, Gibson Southern, who's been in the top 10 uh, uh, all season long, uh, they uh, Nick Hart's ball club won 40 to seven over Mount Vernon mm-hmm. and uh, Washington. Joe Morris's ball club defeated uh, defeated West Vigo by a 46 uh, to a seven score. A couple of uh, uh, area schools in Class 3A uh, sectional uh, uh, number 30, Heritage Hills and Southridge. Uh, they both uh, uh, were able to come away with uh, uh, some victories. Heritage Hills no trouble over Charlestown, 51 to 14, while uh, 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 Southridge uh, had uh, no difficulty eliminating uh, Corden, 49 to 12. We'll talk a little bit about the matchups. And that's going to be a good matchup uh, 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 in that sectional uh, as well. So, uh, uh, and then the other teams are, are from uh, Dave Sockles' area uh, over in southeastern uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Indiana. Uh, go down to Class Two uh, A. Uh, you had uh, uh, wins uh, in that one. Uh, North Posey had no trouble uh, defeating uh, Perry Central fifty-five to eight, but Evansville Modern Day. You know they're part of the Southern Indiana Athletic Conference uh, mm-hmm. uh, as well, and of course they two times uh, in the championship game in 2A in the state finals. Uh, uh, they had a uh, uh, an opportunity to take matchup with Tell City, and they won 30 to 27. Tell City was able to score a, a couple of late touchdowns, but uh, Mike Gables Ball Club got touchdowns uh, from uh, Wayne Stratman, uh, Spencer Turner, and Tanner Halbig. Some of the uh, top three seniors they have that. And then they had a kicker last year, a guy named Camden Marks, who was a soccer player. He mm-hmm. got injured during the summer. He finally came back and he showed his medal guys that he kicked three field goals uh, mm-hmm. in the game, a couple of them on the long variety. As uh, again, uh, uh, modern day led 30 to 13 uh, uh, early in fourth quarter, but Mailin uh, uh, Webb's ball, Clintel City had no quit in him. They've got Junior running backs Landon and Noah Terry. Landon had 23 carries, 177 yards, and three touchdowns. And Noah had 101 yards rushing, and he got the other touchdown. Huh. As, uh, but uh, Aiden Schneer and uh, Carter Schmidt and Nathan Dermott—they uh, uh, all did a good job and uh, kept Notre Dame uh, uh, up uh, in there. As uh, 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 they also had uh, wins uh, in uh, that. Uh, uh, bracket uh, uh, the other part of the bracket by Forest Park, and, uh, as uh, they were able to come away with a fifty-seven to seven win over uh, Mitchell and Paoli. Uh, you know, Mitchell Dickmer, Ball Club. You know, they're going to nine and one now. Uh, they had no trouble uh, over uh, Crawford County by a score of forty-eight to uh, fourteen. So, uh, that's some of the uh, matchups there uh, uh, in one uh, A. Uh, we've got some uh, area teams here. Uh, Springs Valley uh, was um, uh, able to advance uh, and uh, built, uh as well as North Davies. Uh, Jason Lowe's Ball Club, Springs Valley, got by South Spencer 36 to 33. So Terry Fine at North Davies had no trouble with uh, Tecumseh. So, those are some of the uh, scores and the highlights and the, some of the things that uh, went on in Southwest Indiana uh, here in the round one, guys.
0: Well, I see. I see. Uh, modern day, of course, uh, you know, tradition. And you could sing that song goes right along with it. And uh, I don't know how long they're going to march into it, but uh, you know, they play the schedule. Uh, Mount Vernon getting uh, um, beat. Uh, they play, uh, of course, they played a great team. Those are two great teams that went at each other there. So um, you know, there's uh, from my mind, there's a couple of things that jump out. Uh, and I am getting to be more familiar with the teams down there, Ted. so uh, uh, you know it just seems to me like uh, we're starting to see some of those uh, epic battles take place down there.
2: Well, I, you know the Mike's vocabulary is have <laughs> no trouble. I think it was, I had no trouble. How many times did you say that? Does anybody play defense down there, Mike?
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah well, you know, Evansville, Wrights, and Memorial at one time were top in 4A, uh, but uh, you're right, offense has uh, really kind of taken okay. over, yeah. uh, and uh, uh, it's, it's, it's been exciting. A lot of points scored by a lot of teams, And uh, but you get it, it in the Pocket Athletic Conference, uh, there's some good matchups. There's a half a dozen teams out of that 13 that play good offense and defense right. and then the southern indiana athletic conference as well but once you start getting into the sectional and playing some of these schools uh, out in a way uh, that you don't really match up when you're playing conference games you're seeing the, the strength of southern indiana athletic conference and the pocket athletic conference just to kind of show you the southern indiana athletic conference at the end of the season we're the third toughest and the strength of schedule in the uh, Sagrin rating, uh, only behind uh, the Metropolitan and uh, the Hoosier Crossroads. Mm. And then uh, you've got some other you know, conference, the Pocket Athletic Conference. has got some teams uh, that have been ranked as well. So uh, uh, a lot of good teams, and we're looking forward to some matchups. You know, again, no 6A schools, but uh, in 5A, uh, you've got two uh, Southern Indiana Athletic Conference schools who are going to have to travel over to southeast Dave Sockles' area uh, as uh, uh, Joey Peridon's ball club. Again, uh, uh, they're six and three. They're going to take on James Bragg's ball club, Florida Floyd Central, who all they did was go eight and one on the yeah. year, and uh, that's a road game. And Doug Hertz Castle Knights, uh, they're six and three. Uh, they should be able to come away with a victory over New Albany. Mm-hmm. So that that's the matchups. And if you if you get both of those two teams uh, winning. Uh, you're going to have two Southern Indiana Athletic Conference uh, uh, champions, uh, or, or, or teams that were both six and three, in second place in the SIC, uh, mm-hmm. matching up for sectional 16 championship. Of course, in sectional and 4 uh you've got uh, uh, Evansville Wrights. You know they're going to have to get on the bus and drive a while, right. uh, as uh, they're they're going to take on uh, you know Bedford North Lawrence, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, you know Derek Barker's ball club. They're seven and uh, seven and three uh, over at Bedford. So that ought, in North Lawrence, that'll be an interesting matchup. And of course, Evansville Memorial in Jasper—they opened up the regular season. Memorial won that one, thirty to thirteen. But uh, you know their quarterback, uh, Matthew Fisher, has still not come back. So that ought to be an interesting matchup. There's, of course, uh, Tony Lewis with Ball Club—you know, all they've done is rush for over almost thirty-two hundred yards, as I said. And so it'll be a ground game and a defensive struggle. And of course, uh, uh, you're going to you have an opportunity to have two Southern Indiana Athletic Conference teams matching up uh, in that uh, uh, sectional, as well mm-hmm. as, uh, of course, in 5A, uh, in 16. If uh, they're going to have to take on sectional 15 winner, and you got the number one and two A schools in 5A, Bloomington South and Bloomington North, right. they're playing each other sure. uh, this Friday. So that's going to be a good Southern, you know, South Western matchup. And of course, the winner of sectional 24 will, will prohibit a prohibitive favorite is going to be East Central, defending state champs in class 4A, and mm-hmm. Coach uh, uh, Miners Ball Club. Uh, you know that that would be a strong opponent to, to take on 4A. Of course, in 3A, uh, the sectional 30 and sectional 32 they actually go different ways, and so the teams down here you could have a uh, a, a, a you know, pocket athletic matchup uh, uh, or a. a If uh, Gibson Southern uh, and Heritage Hills or Southridge uh, were able to advance, of course, you still got uh, Mm Vincennes-Lincoln. If they win and Gibson Southern win, that could be a good matchup in sectional 30 championship game. And, of course, Heritage Hills and Southridge, they're playing this Friday against each other Mm -hmm. in sectional 32. And, uh, against they'll take on the winner of Scottsburg and Salem, and they'll be probably a favorite there. Of course, the, the, the big matchup in sectional 40, uh, is going to be North Posey nine and one, and Modern Day three and seven. In fact, mm-hmm. North Posey, you know Wayland Shanks Ball Club, they have had nine victories each of the last two years. But in Modern Day, getting to the state finals mm-hmm. the last two years eliminated both of them. So uh, that that's going to be a, a, a kind of a marquee matchup in Sectional Forty. Forest Park uh, is going to take on Taoli in the other bracket. That'd be a, a tough one. But again, they'll have to take on Sectional Thirty Nine and you've got two nine and one teams in Brownstown Central and Triton Central, mm-hmm. so uh, they'll have tough trouble uh, advancing there. First in in one uh, A, uh, you've got uh, North Davies and Springs Valley. Uh, uh, they're still uh, available against Jason Lowe's nine, team nine and one. North Davies. The North Davies has taken undefeated, undefeated uh, ranked highly ranked Providence team uh, uh, in, that are ten and zero. Mm-hmm. And the uh, winner of that sectional 48, uh, in Indianapolis Lutheran is looming, you know, the wow, state yeah. champs, and uh, mm-hmm. and they're undefeated. So mm-hmm. uh, sectional battles are going to be set uh, this Friday. Uh, but uh, going into regionals, uh, you're going to have some tough matchups uh, all the way from the teams in southwest uh, Indiana.
0: Right. Well, my, Good.
2: I'm uh,
3: yeah. glad there's going to be some competition. That's, That's good. Absolutely. That's right.
0: Well, the south will be well represented, of course, just by virtue of the uh, of the tournament, but they always have these teams that just come up out of there that, uh, uh, in all the classes that just really, uh, uh, you know, put their mark on the tournament. And, uh, Mike, you do a great job of filling us in on that and keeping track of, uh, the scores as well as naming the players and stuff, the guys that are involved and uh, the coaches that make this all happen. So we really appreciate what you do for us here
3: on, uh, on the, the podcast. Always great talking football with you guys. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, you guys are my mentors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how's the
2: uh, how's the uh, all city team coming?
3: Uh, Ted, uh, the the eighty fourth uh, annual uh, Evansville Downtown Quarter Black All City Team uh, is actually the, all the boats are in, and now uh, and again, you've helped with that uh, in a way, is putting together the program and so forth. Uh, we're meeting with our committee chairman. Uh, The judge, uh, and uh, we're certainly going to be uh, picking that. And that's going to be actually uh, all the captains are going to sit down tomorrow and uh, do that. And uh, that'll be named uh, uh, here down here on November 13th on the final uh, meeting of the Evansville Downtown Quarterback Club. Mm -hmm. So uh, the votes are all in, Uh, they need to be counted. And we make sure there's no uh, hanging chads or extra people (laughs) who voted. There you uh, go. and then we'll be naming it November 13th. I'm glad you asked for that. All
0: right. Perfect. All right. Well, Hey, thanks again, Mike, for all your help. We appreciate it. And, uh, uh, you know, we got nothing but, uh, uh, a lot of fun to look forward to here. A lot of excitement, a lot of competition as we move through this state tournament series. And we depend on you to help us out down there by the river. So we appreciate well, it.
3: Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys the two days after Thanksgiving. Uh, and look at the
0: oil stadium. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we'll be back with more right after this. And welcome back everyone to the Indiana football coaches associations official podcast. I'm your host coach Dave Baumgartner. And of course I've got my hall of fame podcast partner, coach Ted Huber with me and uh, coach it's shaping up and, uh, getting ready to, uh, to ride the Bronco because, uh, we're in this state tournament and it's going to be nothing but excitement and competition and, uh, just a lot of fun to watch.
2: Yeah, this week will be great because, uh, the five and the six get back. Right. And, uh, you know, so we add to that and, uh, you know, I went through the, the tournament, okay. And Mm -hmm. and did a lot of different things and, and, uh, number one, not that it makes any difference, but seven and three seems to be the record that is most prevalent with people that are in the, in the state tournament up to this point. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Seven okay. and three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. All right. Um, five wins. There's 41 people that have five wins, either five and four or five and five. Okay. It, I think mm-hmm, yeah uh, losses there is 28 people that have lost one okay and there's 30 people that have lost three those are the two prevalent big numbers uh, as as I went through mm-hmm. and um, you know that that uh, jumped out at me anyway mm-hmm. now I also went through each of the sectionals, mm-hmm. okay, uh, in the 6A, for instance. In the 6A sectionals, all right, there is seems to be one sectional that uh, has the most wins in it, mm-hmm. all right? And with that idea, uh, I really think that uh, that kind of tells you that Maybe that sectional is the strongest. I don't
4: right. know. Anyway,
2: well mm-hmm. um, you're very familiar with this one because uh, the people in sectional two in six A uh, have the most wins. Right.
4: Okay.
2: Carroll's won seven. Um, Warsaw one has won eight. Going in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elkhart only three, but ten eight. So right. there's three teams that have jumped out of there, and then Elkhart, uh, obviously, is capable. Sure. So, uh, you know, that's interesting. Now, mm-hmm. um, this is also, it's its amazing to me. I didn't realize this till I looked at it. Mm-hmm. In sectional 7 and 6A, mm-hmm. all right, Perry Meridian, 2 and 7, Warren Central, 3 and 6, mm-hmm. Southport. One and eight. Wow. Oh and nine. Wow. They've got six wins
0: amongst them. All. Wow.
2: Yeah. That is interesting. Their record is six and thirty. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow I was right. Mm. Okay. <laughs> all right. In five A. All right. In five A. There's a couple places uh that are probably uh Stronger than others, sure. all right? 5A-13. In 5A-13, we've got the Mid-State Conference, the Plainfield, the Harrison, uh, Decatur, and McCutcheon. Right. Uh, those three teams all have winning records, mm-hmm. okay? They all have winning records, and uh, their overall record is 27-9. and 9. Mm-hmm. Right, and then 15 15 is the one that jumps out at you because 15's got south bloomington south bloomington north and uh seymour's in it with a winning record and columbus uh, east is uh three and six right. so anyway um, the strongest there and then there's a couple teams uh that are a couple sectionals that are not very good. Okay, and one of them I'll point out uh, is fourteen. Uh, we got Whiteland and Franklin from the Mid State Conference, which are five and four, five and four. And then you got Terre Hautes. One of the Terre Hautes is five, four and five. The other Terre oh and nine. Oh yeah. So there's, uh, you know, they're they're just um,
4: yeah
2: their, their record just doesn't add up.
0: Right. You know, right.
2: and, uh, but as you we'll know,
0: the crazy thing about it, it's high school sports and someone could jump up as you well know. So,
2: yeah, there are places that you can jump up and there are certain places that you're not going to jump. Right. Up. So, right. Yeah. Uh, anyway.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, mm. you know, sure.
2: I think you're right. But, okay. I mean, I, you know, I'm pointing out all these things and, uh, I'm not sure what it means, but, uh, like for instance, in 4A, okay. 4A, I have one, two, three, four, five sectionals and I got stars beside. Okay. Right. So there are five sectionals in 4A that are, I think are strong. Right. Okay. And you talk about competition now. Right. Um, we're going to have all kinds of competition, and the and the number one sectional in four A uh, is sectional twenty four, and that's the Bedford, the Evansville, Wrights, the Memorial, and the and Jasper. Yeah, you got three, seven and threes, and one ten and 0 team. Wow, um,
0: that's going to be something.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know. Shake them up and uh, see what yeah, happens. Yeah,
0: roll the dice. There's four other exactly.
2: ones. I exactly. Mean, you know, no. there's four other ones in there, and let me look and see what uh, uh, the one that's uh, the one that's struggling is 21, and uh, that's Lebanon, Grape Up, Ron Collie, and Mooresville, and that is because. Ron Kiley basically is that not having a very good year.
4: Right.
0: You recall.
2: Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. not having a very good year.
0: So. Yeah. Well, that's when you use your, the word struggling and you use Chetard and burbuff in there. That's, that's a flag. <laughs> I'm not sure what kind yeah. of flag, but that's a flag. So, you know, but, uh, that'll be there again, teams with rich traditions that are used to playing in tournament play. And, uh, Oh boy I wouldn't want to put any money on on any of that stuff right there I don't think
2: so. in 3a all right 3a there's uh, I starred three of them mm-hmm. okay and uh, there are 31 wins in sectional 25 let's see who's in that sectional 25 uh, We've got Boone Grove, Hanover Central. Yeah, there's a the horse. West Lafayette. Oh, wow. And Rensselaer Central. Yeah. Okay, so that's the head knocker uh, up north.
4: Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. that's a head knocker up north. And then just south of there, Fairfield, uh, John Glenn, and mm-hmm. then you have Knox and West Noble. Because Knox and West Noble are undefeated, okay, so Mm -hmm. they have ten wins. So Mm -hmm. that that you know that helps. That helps add things up, and then you have uh, let's see, sectional thirty. Sectional thirty is the one that's not as uh, strong as as some of the others, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's down south, uh, Pike Central, uh, Pike Central beat. Princeton and uh, Vincennes Lincoln is going to kill Pike Central. Mm-hmm. Gibson Southern uh, is also down there, and then we got Washington. So you've right. got two teams, Gibson Southern and Vincent uh, Vincent's Lincoln, that are really pretty good teams, and sure. then you got two that are that right. are just not very
0: good. Their records oh. not showing. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, so. Well anyway, I, you know, I don't know what any of this means. All I well, know is that uh you know that uh you know, as I look at 2A, uh there's three I got stars that has 27, 28 wins in there and um uh, actually I got four that are stars, okay, mm-hmm. in 2A. Right. And the two strongest are probably uh South, Triton Central and Brownstown Central right. are both 9-1, 9-1, and, mm-hmm. and then there's an 8-4 uh, Switzerland County.
0: Yeah, Switzerland so County. Sure how,
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how good they are, but uh, right. you know, because they haven't won a lot of games in, uh, recently. And right. then Eastern Pekin uh, is the only one below 500.
4: Right.
2: And then you have the uh, North Posey, the nine and one, and you got Paoli with nine and one. Sure. And then you got a six and four and a three and a seven down South.
4: So, yeah,
2: yeah. uh you know,
4: right.
0: Um, right. Well, I, I think, you know, I think your insight on this is valuable because of, you know, 70 years of playing and coaching the game. And I appreciate it. I know everybody does across the state. So, uh, you know, that's a perspective that, uh, people want to listen to. It's not the gospel. You know it as well as I do, but it is uh, some good indicators of, uh, and of course a solid knowledge of, uh, you know, what goes on in Indiana high school football. So, uh, I think it's interesting. I think it's valuable. And, uh, you know, again, what makes it exciting is next week we come back and say, well, Ted, you didn't quite get that one right. Or, and yeah, that one was close, but it didn't quite make the mustard. And, uh, Man, we're just going to see that across the state now as we get into this, this state tournament series.
4: So. Yeah. Uh,
2: like, for instance, in 1A, okay, mm-hmm. uh, sectional 2047, uh, that's where Lutheran is. All
4: right. right.
2: Well, obviously, Lutheran's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and South Putnam's good. They're 9-1. and one. South right. Putnam, I think, has lost the last two, three years to Lutheran. Sure. Okay, so um, that has added up to pretty good uh, sectional because Covenant Christians also in there, and they're six and three. And uh, Riverton Park is five and five. So right. you got four teams that have winning records in there. Right. And then you look at the forty-eight. You got West Washington, and you got Springs Valley, who's nine and one. You got Providence, who's ten and zero. Right. And then you've got uh, North Davies, who's also got a winning record, with five and five. So, sure. uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's one I want to look at, though, and see, um, sectional 41. You've got South Newton, four and six. You got North Judson, uh, six and four. You've got Triton, uh, seven and three. And then you got Culver, who won their first game last week. Right, they're one at nine. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I ran into a guy, a buddy of mine, at the ball game on Saturday, who uh, grew up in Culver and still oh, has ties to Culver, and he yeah. said that they do not have twenty guys on the football team.
0: Oh my, that's too yeah.
2: Bad. That's so that too makes bad. you know
0: that makes a difference. That makes sense. So, Huge.
2: anyway, I just yeah. wanted to throw that out at you. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I just think each week there's a little bit of different look at it. And, you know, as Mike was talking about with some matchups, uh, you know, I, I, as you look at it, uh, you got the matchups up north with uh, Carroll and, and Warsaw. Right. Right. in the 6A, that. Is going to be a head knocker, and that's yep. going to be one that um, will have a lot to say about uh, who wins that sectional.
4: Sure, absolutely, okay?
2: no question about it. Mm-hmm. And then the headliner, yeah, the headliner is Brownsburg and Ben Davis. Oh yeah, Brownsburg is nine and zero. Ben Davis is eight and one, and one of the two
0: will go f- home
2: will not be around. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's, you know, yeah, and,
0: absolutely.
4: Uh,
2: you know, like yeah. for instance, a year ago, a year ago, uh, Brownsburg was really good. and right. uh, They lost, the, they lost the cathedral in the region.
4: Sure.
0: Okay. And they got the, and, uh, yeah, got the civil war, the uh, Bloomington down there with the North and the South going at each right. other. So while wow, there's some, just some, like you said, headliner, Uh, football games that are going to happen this weekend. And uh, as Keith Jackson would say, whoa, Nelly, because it's going to be a wild and crazy uh, a weekend. And we'll be back to tell everybody about it and talk about it here um, on the next podcast. So, and also talk about the matchups.
2: Interesting thing about this Brownsburg versus Ben Davis. John Hart is the head coach at Brownsburg. 39 Mm -hmm. years. He's been coaching football. Mm Mm-hmm. okay russ mann is the head coach at ben davis this is his first first year head yeah. coaching coach. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> 39 versus one.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah and you're driving the bus man i tell you what that's okay. something else but uh, anyway well ted i'm gonna fire up a little music unless you got a little something else more you want to talk about well
2: i got some matchups here yeah, go ahead want to go through them real quick absolutely uh, you know, if you want to go through them real quick, you yep. got uh, Plainfield at Harrison. Uh, the reason I point that game out is because it's in five A. First of all, and Harrison lost. their uh eight and one. They lost the game, the first game of the year, fifteen to fourteen to Plainfield. Right. Okay, wow. so they maybe they can come back and and um, you know.
0: Yeah, what difference does a season make? We'll find win out. The game. Mm-hmm. and then the
2: next one that comes up is the big matchup in Bloomington mm-hmm. uh, south at north uh, yeah. south is 8 one north nine and0 and north beat them in overtime in the fourth week of the season
4: right
2: uh, when they played each other mm-hmm. okay heavennsville mm-hmm. uh, north at floyd Central mm-hmm and the reason I point that out, it's a 5-8 in Evansville North, 6-3. and three, Floyd Central's 8-1. and one. It's been a long time since Floyd Central's been 8-1. and one. Right. Okay. And we'll see if they can compete at that level.
4: Right.
2: All right? Sure. We'll see. Yeah. All right? Now, in 4A, I've got a game that's uh, made in heaven in the north part of Indiana, East Noble at Leo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's East a... Noble at Leo at the uh, Northeast Eight is the conference, and they play each other. They're both eight and two. Yep. Um, you know,
0: good programs. So,
2: no question. East Noble beat uh, New Haven last week and uh, got a chance to play Leo. So that's right. Uh, something that. Uh, you know, and then there's another one up north. Uh, you know, we talked about New Palestine. And they were, I think, one and two at one point. Now oh, yeah. they're eight and two. Oh, yeah. All right, they're eight and two. Kyle Ralph hadn't lost 10 games in <laughs> how many years? <laughs> wow, yeah. Coached
0: that All yet. together. Okay. I mean, yeah. As- <laughs> yeah.
2: And, um, you know, uh, Greenfield Central, that conference, and uh, they're in that conference with New Palestine, their neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, Travis thing has done a great job at Greenfield Central. Uh, they're uh, nine, uh, eight and one right And uh, he's turned that program completely around. So uh, it's mm-hmm. going to be uh, Greenfield Central at New Palestine. New right. uh, Palestine is probably the favorite but, who knows what's going to happen?
4: Sure, right. sure.
2: I pointed out earlier in three A that uh, you got two teams that are undefeated going to play each other: Knox and West Noble. Oh yeah. Uh, Russ Radke. Speaking of uh,
0: yeah, 400 game winners. coaching
2: a long time. Mm-hmm. He's uh, 47 years. He's mm-hmm. been coaching, and uh, a guy by the name of Monty. Uh, Mar Harder is uh, coach twenty five years, right. and he's been around and uh, has done a great job there uh, mm-hmm. at West Noble for years, and yeah. uh, he's just a steady, steady guy.
4: Absolutely. Okay? Mm-hmm.
2: Then you've got Garen uh, Catholic at mm-hmm. Indianapolis, retired. Right. One versus two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. Garren, I don't know if they think they can beat Shatard.
0: Yeah. yeah, you
2: know what I mean. That's that's uh,
0: right. That's a big factor.
2: Yeah, and yeah, it was it uh, thirteen to seven mm-hmm. in the sixth week of the season they played, Right. and it ended up <laughs> it ended up thirteen to seven. Right. Chittard. Right. So,
4: yeah.
0: Boy,
2: that, uh, that yeah. should be
0: something. Yeah, let the yeah. dogs out. You bet. It's going to be something else.
2: So Now, Lawrenceburg. We've talked about Lawrenceburg. Yeah. Uh they beat Centerville last week like a drum. Yeah.
0: Who was undefeated. Centerville
2: was undefeated. Yeah. Centerville couldn't compete at that level. Right. Uh this week uh Lawrenceburg plays uh, uh, their nemesis, Batesville, if you will. Oh, yeah. Uh, Batesville beat Lawrenceburg uh, 26 to 23.
0: That was early, uh, wasn't in the,
2: it? In the sixth week of the season.
0: Oh, okay. It was in the middle of the season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, down in Mike's area, Heritage Hills plays at Southridge. Right. Uh, those guys have been, it's like a civil war down there because those, those people just keep, hammering each other down sure. They're just, you know,
4: mm-hmm.
2: uh, up North you got Rochester at Lafayette central Catholic.
4: Yeah.
2: Now here's another instance, Rochester seven and two central Catholic seven and three central Catholic. Yeah. had kind of caught fire, you know, because right. they were probably two and three early or whatever.
4: Right.
2: Now, um, you know, Brian, he's done, of course, a great job there in, sure. Uh, Rochester, like I said, is seven and two. Now can Rochester play at that level? Can right. Ro does Rochester believe they right. can play at that level?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That'll be Next interesting. Case. You bet. You bet. A few weeks,
2: a uh, few years ago, uh, East side beat Fort Wayne lowers.
4: Uh, uh-huh.
2: first time probably ever. Right. Okay. Sure. Uh, Fort Wayne Lures got beat last week. Uh, they got beat by Homestead at 6-18. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 7-3. Uh, East side's 8-2. Uh, that's a matchup made, uh, you know, for that area. because right. that's, that's, that's what they do.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Uh,
2: we pointed out Tri- Triton Central. Triton Central's 8-1. Brownstown Central is 8-1. and one. Mm. Tim Abel, head coach at Triton Central, has been coaching almost 30 years. Uh, Reed May has been coaching 30 years at um, uh, Brownstown Central. Uh, he's been the head coach there. And um, back in the day, so if it was 30 years ago, uh, how old would that make him? But back in the day, he was a wide receiver at Bloomington South. Okay. And he was also a wide receiver at Arizona. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. I doubt if he could run a pass pattern (laughs) now. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, North Posey at modern day Mm -hmm. mental state North Posey's nine and one. They've been, they've won nine games, two or three years in a row. Right. Uh, can't seem to get over the hump with the, uh, Wildcats of uh, Evansville modern day right. so we'll see what happens with that sure uh, we got um, Carol Flora uh, they're 10 and 0 mm-hmm. and they play Caston
0: oh yeah Caston yeah, Caston name. yeah. Beat
2: North White oh yeah Caston was 1 and 8 mm-hmm. and they beat North White and were which was nine and zero, oh, or 10 and zero? What are the other? Okay. All right. So, Oh, yeah. um, you, you know, uh, if they're still celebrating, um,
0: they should be,
2: <laughs> they're in trouble. Yeah. You, because <laughs> yeah. Carol, Carol is really good. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got Lutheran. All yeah. right. You got Lutheran with South Putnam. Right. Um, South Putnam is at that place where they every year they have to play Lutheran in the tournament, mm-hmm. and uh, you know there's nothing they can do about it. Right. Now they got to figure out a way they can they can beat them. Sure. So we'll see. Yeah. But anyway, those are the matchups that I think uh,
0: are worthy. you of... should look at. Yeah, you bet. Uh,
2: games to watch. Uh, some are good matchups. Some may not be good matchups, but. Uh, when we sit down Friday night and uh, figure out the scores and uh, see who's going to be in the sectional finals. Um, you know, we'll there's some able- big games, I'll tell you that. Some big oh, games. I know Hamilton Heights is excited. They're playing Meconiqua this week.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And if they can get by Meconiqua, they'll play the winner of the Garen Catholic and Chittard game. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, that's that sectional has five excellent football teams out of eight in it. So anyway, enough rambling on.
0: Okay. Well, I tell you what, Coach, it's, uh, you know, like I said, it's just going to be exciting to watch as it always is as we head into, uh, you know, the the six and five uh, A classes are at it. And, of course, the others have already played their first round. And uh, it's just going to, you know, it struck me as we're sitting there talking, we're talking about, you know, schools, we're talking about players, we're talking about coaches, just some incredible across the board schools, coaches and players. And uh, it's just uh, makes for a a nice brew since we're close to Halloween of some outstanding uh, football uh, across the state of Indiana. So and we're really happy to be able to bring it to you. We hope everyone has a safe week and has been having a safe week of practice and uh, getting ready to uh, play uh, in uh, the uh, sectional, whether it be first round or the second round. So good luck to everybody, and thanks for tuning in.